looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. The SPT Secret Society is open for students who are looking to make a massive change in their PT school journey with fellow SPTs from around the world through our three pillars of study habits, personal development, and finances. This is for the motivated SPT ready to take action now because you know PT school is only a couple years long. So what are you waiting for? Click the link right now in the show notes to join us in the SPT Secret Society. And get your first month free by emailing us, ecretsay, E-C-R-E-T-S-A-Y. Welcome to Gratitude. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gabby. And we are two new grad DPTs helping you get through PT school on your first try debt-free. Join us as we guide you through the insanity of PT school. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude, everyone. We have a very special guest today, and we are so excited to have this person on. And Brenna is on the podcast. So welcome, We are so excited that you're here and for everyone to listen to what we have on the topic today. Yeah, I'm pumped to be on here. And for those of you who don't know, Brenna is the one behind editing the episode. So let's just put that out there. Brenna, you can decide if you want to take that out later. But like, I just want to give massive kudos to you because you've been editing for months now and she's done an amazing job. And today she's here to share her story because she's a PT student currently. When do you graduate, Brenna? In May, so I'm a third year. It's coming up fast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Fist bomb for those of you who can't see Gabby over there. So before we get too much into it today, first of all, what got you into PT in the first place? So I always knew I wanted to do something in the medical field, but I knew I didn't want it to be nursing. Why? I don't know. It just didn't really suit my fancy. And so I originally started out as pre-pharmacy, realized pretty quickly that I hated it. Um, It was not for me. Thank goodness for that because pharmacology kicked my tail in PT school. But I love the human body. It just intrigues me. I'm a scientist by trade, so I love it. I want to know how everything works. And I liked the fact that PT, you get to spend so much time with your patients, like from start to finish, and you get to be their encourager when they're down. So I just loved that aspect of it. And so that's kind of the behind the scenes of why you're here now. Where are you now? I know we kind of talked about it, but like, how was the transition into PT school as well? Ooh, so I graduated undergrad in 2018, December of 2018, and then didn't start grad school until August of 2019. And I had a pretty tough major in undergrad. I'm not, I mean, an undergrad was kind of hard, but coming into grad school, you kind of feel pretty inflated. You're like, got in a doctoral program. I'm going to do this. I'm smart. I got in here. Let's go. Then you take your first test and you go, Ooh, maybe not. (laughs) But I mean, it's a whole nother beast, but it's at the same time, you're like, yeah, it's tough, but this is what I want to do. This is what I want to study. So that kind of makes it easier on that end. Yeah, I definitely agree. You're not taking these, uh, 
classes willy-nilly in undergrad where it doesn't really have anything to do with your major and your school requires it. And now that, you know, you're in PT school, it's like, okay, you know, I've all like, I was ready for anatomy. I know that's coming. And then you're like, well, shoot, I don't know if I'm (laughs) prepared for all this. So what, um, you know, what were your reflections on first semester? Uh, did you have any imposter syndrome? Like what, what was your whole, I guess, takeaway from first semester? So yeah, definitely imposter syndrome, syndrome of like, first couple of times you're like, okay, cool. Oh, cool. Cool. I can kind of do this. And then it gets harder and harder. And you're like, oh snap, I need to also keep up with grades, but sleep and all of that. And it just gets very hard. But the biggest thing is like, just roll with it. I mean, grad school's tough, but you've got classmates. It's not a competition anymore to get in. So you've got class willing to do anything for you. You've got professors whose doors are open. So just go ask for help. They're not here to kick you down when you're already feeling pretty bad about yourself um they're there to help you and I mean worst case scenario you don't do super well in a class but you still graduate with the DPT so exactly you got it and how was the rest of PT school what the heck happened through PT school now that you're a third year you can look back you're done with didactic let's just say that give you a round of applause how was didactic how was everything up to this point So I kind of had a weird experience. So first semester, I had some family emergencies going on. And then second semester, we're doing great. I was like, yes, if I could handle last semester, nothing's going to get too hard. And then COVID hit. So we're online for the second half of PT school, our second semester. And we're like, how are you supposed to do PT school online? I mean, it's not a profession that's built to be done online. And then so we're like, okay, cool, cool. And for the summer semester, they're like, okay, well, we still have three out of our seven classes from the spring that you need all of your lab work and practicals. So for summer semester, we're going to switch it up on you guys again. And you're going to do all five of your classwork in July. No, sorry, June. And then we'll just do labs for July. And so you're like, well, we just crammed a condensed semester of 10 weeks into five weeks and ready to go so we're like okay cool so not a normal semester again we get to fourth semester which is the fall semester and the way our program does it is we do eight weeks of didactic classwork and then we do eight weeks of rotation so we're like okay still not a normal semester let's go and then we get to spring semester for our second year and we're like, oh, okay, this is what a normal semester is supposed to feel like. And then summer, I mean, it's your last semester and so you're like, oh, I really want to be here anymore. <laughs> kind of tired of this whole studying thing. Let's just get to clinic. But the classes, I mean, depending on who you ask, there are certain semesters that are harder, certain semesters that are easier. And that may change between classmates, but all the classes, they get more interesting because they start to build on each other. And it's not just, oh, here's your basic sciences. It's, oh, so this is what a patient will look like. And this is how I incorporate that. And, oh, so that's where we get that from this class and this class. (laughs) I see what you did there. And I just like that. The end of didactic is the best, honestly, because of exactly what you just said is everything does come together, even if you don't really see it coming together until that point. And you're like, oh, yes, that was good. And you mentioned a family emergency. Do you mind elaborating? Like what, what happened and how did you overcome that and deal with it 
while being a full-time grad student during a pandemic? Yeah, so my first semester, we were basically at midterms, even though we didn't really have midterms. It's about halfway through the semester, so it was in October, and we had just taken an anatomy practical with the cadaver lab. We had just taken an anatomy test, and we were supposed to have a three-day weekend for fall break, and I get a call from my mom, and she says, hey, your grandfather has been in an accident, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, what do you mean? And she was like, well, a building fell on him, and I was like, so what does that mean? And she says, well, right now he's in the hospital, but he's being care flighted to Memphis. And so thankfully Memphis is only two hours from where my school's at. So I drove up there and our whole family drove up there. And what had happened was he was in the process of tearing down like an old shed because he wanted to watch the cars go by and it was really unstable. And he went in to go get something out of it before um, they stopped for the day because they kind of noted that it was leaning and my uncle was working with him and they had walked out of the shed and my uncle walks out and they hear granny go hey watch out and my uncle turns around and sees that the shed just falls onto my paw and because of that he ended up getting several injuries such as several fractured ribs a couple of punk I think both lungs were punctured he fractured his C2 and dislocated it posteriorly. His heart stopped for a little bit. So eventually it just came down to the fact that he had severe anoxic brain damage. And they said, get family here um, and say your goodbyes because he doesn't have a life anymore. Um, and if he were to stay alive, he would have no quality of life. Um, there would be nobody here left. It would just be a body. And so we're like, okay. And this was the healthy grandparent. We expected him to live the longest out of my three remaining. So we're like, okay, cool. And that was on a Friday. So all of us, our family um, hung out Saturday. I drove back to school on Sunday, went to class on Monday. Physically, I was there mentally, emotionally, not so much. Uh, Tuesday was his funeral. So I wasn't at school all day Tuesday and I went to his funeral. And then that week, I also had two tests and a couple of quizzes. And so it was honestly by the pure grace of God that I passed either of those tests because I don't, I honestly don't remember taking them. Um, I guess a lot on them. And so I'm like, okay, I've gotten over it. We're good. And then I believe it was Sunday after that, my mom calls me and says, hey, are you sitting down? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she goes, your grandmother died. I was like, are you kidding me? And it was the father that died was my dad's dad. And the grandmother that had passed was my mom's mom. She, we were expecting because she had Alzheimer's. She was 90, 90 or 91. I mean, she lived a really good life up to that point, but she just physically was not doing well. So we're like, okay, that one's not as much of a surprise, but the fact that it was eight days after this traumatic death, you're like, well, frick. Um, and after that, I mean, grad school, it's freaking hard. PT school is hard. And anybody who says differently is, they're probably lying to you because it's definitely hard at some points. But that with a family ex emergency, it's hard because sometimes, sometimes you just don't want to study in grad school period. But when you have a family emergency, it's like this duality of guilt because you're guilty that you're 
not studying because you, you need to be with your family. But then at the same time, you feel guilty that you're with your family and you feel guilty for not studying. And you're like, I don't really know what to do. But, and, and with PT school, you just, you don't have the time to grieve. You just don't. Um, you don't have time to do anything, but especially grieve. And so for me, that was kind of my way of coping with it. Is I just threw myself back into my schoolwork. Not healthy. I acknowledge that. So if you you are like me and you have a family emergency, I would highly recommend don't do that and go see someone. I know that sometimes counseling doesn't always fit into your schedule. And I wish I would have made time to do that because I, I got fine for the rest of that semester. You learn that, oh, PT school is not the biggest thing in your world and you have to readjust. You're like, okay, well, if I can do this while having a family emergency, I can do anything. PT school is not the biggest deal. If I get a C, I get a C. If I don't pass that test, so what? But I mean, go, go get help. Go, go to your teachers because it's not just going to be for a couple months that'll hit you. Like in the spring, we started learning about neuro. We were in neuro in the spring after this happened and we were studying TBIs and spinal cord injuries. And I just lose it in lecture and I have to, thankfully we were on Zoom. So I just paused it and took a, took a break. But it's, I mean, grief is just a, such a long process that you need time to get over it and you need time to process it. So for me, I was very thankful for COVID in and of that because it gave me the time to step back, take the time I needed, but also still getting all of my schoolwork done and doing really well in that semester. So yeah, that was how grad school kind of started out for me. Yeah, that's insane. First of all, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. And I'm so glad that you were able to step away a little bit like during online classes, because otherwise, and this happens a lot actually, and nobody talks about it, but people have family emergencies all the time. And I remember in PT school, you're talking, so in PT school, for those of you who are not in school yet, you talk about a lot of pathologies. You talk about a lot of things that maybe have happened to your loved ones. And it's like really difficult to listen to. There are several classmates of mine who had, who just broke down in the middle of class, had to stand up and leave and then like not come back for the day because you're in there in person. And so, um, it happens a lot and I'm, I appreciate you at least opening up about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard, too, because, like, you're, I mean, you're in PT school, so you want to know about these things. Right. You sit there going, oh, is this what happened? Is this what he was experiencing during yeah. this? Or, oh, I didn't realize all that was going on. And so it just it becomes more of a, a stark reality where you're like, oh. But at the same time, I think... I think it kind of gives you the unique insight that most people don't get. And I, I wish nobody else could have this insight, but I know I'm not the only person who's had family emergencies during grad school. And I know I'm not going to be the last, but it kind of gives you an insight of like, this is what I wish healthcare providers would have done for my family while I was there. And so you can say, Hey, I know this sucks and I can't change that for you, but I will be here and I will hold your hand and I will guide you through this. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that's very important. And almost like literally just you saying that, I mean, especially if you're hearing it this and you've had a situation, a family emergency, I think we can all say we've had something, you know, and going through COVID that, you know, a lot of, a lot of things have come from that. Um, but it's just, you know, like you said, I think the biggest thing is PT school is not your life. 
it is part of your life, but you have, you know, other, other obligations. And, um, you know, if you don't do well on an exam, like, you know why. And as long as you realize that, I mean, that's, that's really important too, but, um, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that because it's, it's not everything. And when you, you know, now that you look back on it, it's like, okay, well, you said you didn't, you don't remember taking those exams or you did pass them, but it's, it's like, okay, I definitely learned from that experience, but it wasn't a make it or break it moment for me. Absolutely. And I mean, I've said this to some of my classmates. It was honestly a blessing in disguise that I never would have wished for myself, but I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunities it provided me to grow because both of them were very godly people. I mean, some of the most godly people I've ever met and it, my pa, that man could not sit still for his life. He always had to be doing something. And he would have told you, I, there are only three ways I would like to go out doing something I love, which he was working with his hands up at the pulpit. Cause he was a preacher or qu- quietly in his sleep. And so he got what he wanted. And ultimately he would have told you, he's like, I'm, I'm only here to serve my God. And the fact that I got to do it and do it in such a way, live my life in such a way that I, I minister to so many people and I touch so many people's lives. And then I got to go out doing what I love. I can't think of anything better. And same thing with my grandmother. She just ended up dying of basically old age, but I mean, she was ready. She was ready to go. And just Looking at that, and I, I just, I think to myself, what am I missing in my life that I, I don't have that fear of death like them, or sorry, that lack of fear of death like them, because if I'm solely focused on XYZ, grad school, money, you name it, everybody's had something like that, then your priorities probably aren't in line, whatever that means for you, figure it out. Um, for me, that is my faith, and it, I think it it definitely drove me more towards my faith. It was, I pushed myself into my work and I pushed myself into conversations, more conversations with God and more conversations with my friends, my family. But it, it, but again, it makes you realize, oh, I can, I can do these, this and all of these hard things that grad school provides me. Okay. So how much am I over putting into this? So I can step back and still do just as good. So take a break, back up. You don't have to spend all of your time studying. Study in an effective way and don't spend all of your time studying. And that was an important lesson for me too. Absolutely. Because if you guys are spending all your time studying, you're not enjoying the life that you do have, which Brenna had a perfect you know, moment where you could take like note of what was going on in your life and what was important to you and then spend more time doing what was important to you. Like spend more time on that stuff and still pass PT school. It's not like, do I spend time on things I love and are important to me? Or do I go to PT school? This is not an, and. this is not like a, a, or situation. This is a, and situation. You can have both. It's important to have both. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, our last question, but we're going to ask you it as well. What is one piece of advice that you would give to a current 
PT student? My piece of advice would just be to roll with it because you don't know what life is going to throw you. You don't know what grad school is going to throw at you. Life sucks sometimes, but life is also really great sometimes. And it's also very mediocre sometimes. So just roll with it. You may end up hating classes that you thought you'd love. You may end up loving settings that you thought you'd hate. Just roll with it. <laughs> just be flexible. As one of my professors would say, use everything that you get as a time to analyze it see what you did wrong, see what you did right, see what you hated, see what you love, and just move forward on that. Exactly. I love that piece of advice. Thank you so much for coming on, Brenna. If people want to reach out to you, where should they reach out to you? You could reach out to me on Instagram. I'm usually on that probably more than I should be. Let's be honest here. Who isn't? (laughs) My username is just Brenna, my first name, underscore my last name, Walters. And I am private, but I'll, I'll add you back. I just don't like all the random people like that try to follow you and you're like, I have never met you in my life. But if y'all do it, I will I will respond. <laughs> She'll message you and be like, are you a creeper? Yes or no? <laughs> if it's a no, I guess you're welcome. Or if you see, you know, how people put the SBT in their handle, then you know, you're like, oh, I guess it's a student. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you again, Brenna. And I'm so excited to hear how the rest of PT school goes. We'll have to have you on again soon. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Gratitude. We would absolutely love to hear your biggest takeaway from this episode and share it out on all of the social media platforms and tag us so we can see it. And if you like our show, the best thing you could do is to take a minute to write a review to help us get this out to more students like you to shift the narrative away from stress and broke SPT. 